previously on Woman to Woman. God, there are still good men out here. I know some that are still single, some that are widowers now, some that are divorced, um, all kinds of things like that. So there are plenty of good men that are out here the same way that there are still Christian women that are out here and they're looking for good Christian women as well. so serious I never expected to meet anybody in church per se I was so serious about that that I had like a list of questions ready to because I didn't know him I usually didn't give my phone number out to somebody I didn't know but how how it happened he asked me for my phone number and I thought it was I thought he was joking or that somebody dared him to do it so I laughed in his face and then when I, he just kept looking at me waiting for me to respond I realized he was serious and so then I was like, oh, dang, I have to get this dude my phone number or now I'm a snob or something. You know, I was like, what am I supposed to do? So I gave him my phone number, but then I'm kicking myself all the way out the door. You know, when I go home that night, like, I don't give my phone number out to people I don't know. What if he's crazy? What if it's the, I don't, what am I doing? So I, I came up with multiple questions. Like if he answers these three questions wrong, or if he does, he say he was gonna reach out to me tomorrow. If he does not reach out to me tomorrow, he's not a man of his word. And if he answers these three questions wrong, then, and it just so happened that I did not expect him to answer all three of those questions correctly. And here we are, almost been married nine years. So it can happen in the church house. And I guarantee you, even if you don't see anybody at your particular church, it doesn't mean that there's not somebody out there that's living for God. There are still good men out here. I know some that are still single, some that are widowers now, some that are divorced, um, all kinds of things like that. So. There are plenty of good men that are out here, the same way that there are still Christian women that are out here, and they're looking for good Christian women as well. But make sure that you're not mm -hmm. just only being in the church house and only, you know, make sure that you like go to some Christian events. There's tons of things that are happening, even right now around that you can go to and just be out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a couple of things I want to point out about what she said. Because in First uh, Corinthians 7, it says the unmarried woman cares for the things of the Lord. And the married woman cares for the things of her husband. So one of the things that she pointed out is she was working in the church. See, and um, she was serving God in whatever she could do. Now, a lot of uh, people were going to say, oh, no, no, she wasn't. She's bishop's daughter, so she was just, she had to be there. She didn't have to serve. We, don't, we didn't make them, you know, or say you had to do this or do that, basically. We, you know, she didn't have to be serving at that point. If she didn't want to go to a singles meeting, that was up to her, mm -hmm. you know, but, or, or whatever she were doing there in uh, the church. So she was, was serving in, in the church, and she had a, um, and the other thing I want to point out to you is that you cannot ask God for something that you're not. So, um, you you know when we generally put a letter, uh, um, a list together, instead of putting a practical list together, we put a wish list together, <laughs> and we can't even meet up to the list ourselves. Mm -hmm. So you have to redo your list of what you require in a man, um, and you have to be really sensible about it. If you're not it, if you you cannot require God to give you a rich man, if you don't have a dime to your name. Or if you spend everything that comes your way, mm -hmm. 
you cannot, you know, and that's just a practical uh, way, but you cannot um, ask for something that you're, you're not. And uh, so you have to actually it's make your list more practical. Uh, like she has a list of questions, something that he had to answer a certain way or whatever. I'm pretty sure her list was practical. It wasn't a just out of this world list that nobody's ever done. Uh, usually for women, um, they, um, their list is based on, on their dad. You know, maybe not the way he looks or all that stuff. I'm not talking about that, and that, which is a whole different other thing. You putting on your list how the man looks, even though my husband is fine. Um, <laughs> but you can't put on that list. I guess that would mean I'm fine too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you can't put on that list um, just unpractical things. And when you put on things like he got to look a certain way and whatever, look, honey, that's going to all change. Yeah. Anyway. So really, is it all that important? Um, it's just more attractive that you're just, attracted to him. You, yeah, yeah, you just want to be attracted to him. Yep. And the thing is that um, God knows what you want. Most of the time, we don't know what we want. Mm-hmm. So when God... Uh, uh, presents you to somebody, even if he's not everything you want, you need to take the time to find out from God because he knows what you need. Yeah. Um, and so you need to be, you know, honest with yourself when you make that list out, and and just be realize that God knows what you need. We don't necessarily know what we need when we make out our list. Mm -hmm. So you just be open to that. Then also be forgiving. Um, you know, somebody. Uh, I was reading a couple, uh, a couple of days ago about somebody that ended up marrying somebody they went to school with. And when they went to school, it was not the person they were attracted to or whatever. So if you carry that through your whole life, you may have passed over somebody that has made, that grew up and made the change. Because mm -hmm. they made the changes he needed to do, but you never found out because you never took the time to even find out if he changed. Based, and you made a statement or uh, you made a decision based on what you think he is or what he used to be. So just be forgiving too. Just be able to give people the opportunity because sometimes I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of times people come across your path and because you have a preconceived idea then uh, you don't even entertain them. And uh, so you know, give them a chance. And the other thing, don't, one other thing I want to say to women is that watch how you reject a man. Mm -hmm. You know, the Bible says you reap what you sow. So don't do, and then it comes from, don't do, don't be rude. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, you don't have to go off and start talking about a person that, that, that had the nerve to come and, you had the nerve to come and say something to me. You're going to get it right back. Somebody's going to do the same thing to you. So be nice. And remember that whoever that person is, if he is a man of God, he's a son of God. Mm -hmm. So don't, you know, just don't put them down and, and do that. That's not your job. Yeah. Okay. All right, we are going to go to the next question. I've noticed that my routine for the past year or so have been go to work, go home, go to church, serve, go home, repeat. I realize I'm lacking the godly friendships and fellowships that I had before 2020 when the world shut down. With people still skeptical about being around others, what advice can you give to a single woman who lives alone and has no extended family con to connect with others? 
I will tell you to find those friends from before and find out which ones of them are ready to move on or what, and which ones aren't. Mm -hmm. And get with the ones that's ready to move on and continue to do, have your little fellowship or whatever. Um, because everybody, we need fellowship. We're supposed to, you know, that's the way God made us. Mm -hmm. God created man and, and um, Adam and Eve because he wanted fellowship. So, and, and then he wanted them to be able to fellowship with each other. Um, so you need to, you know, yeah, you do need to spend some time um, and find out how many of the, which of those people are communicating. And sometimes you just need to find new, new, um, new friends who are really too ready to connect again and begin to have a normal life. We, as Christians, we have to understand that we are surrounded by the blood of Jesus mm -hmm. and that God protects us. Now, you have, there are certain things. You don't go around people that you know are carrying the virus and you don't, you know, um, they're sick or whatever. And you, you know you don't do that. So you do, you do what you need to do as far as uh, keeping yourself away from the people that are um, maybe in fear Maybe it's because uh, you have people that have lost a lot of relatives and they just don't want to go through, uh, through another, that with another relative. So there's a lot of reasons why people are not out there being involved. Um, but you can't go from, from uh, uh, and you're, another thing, you have to go uh, make sure you're around people that are paying attention to the people they're around. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people would just think they can hang with people and uh, just because they want to hang with people, but you don't know who they hang with. Um, so you have to, you know, you just have to make sure that um, you have people that you can connect with and that will connect with you and, and um, live your life. Yeah. So I would add to that that, um, you know, we have small groups um, here. If you don't attend here, um, you know, in your local church, Find out what they have. What are they doing? Maybe they're doing things, you know, mm -hmm. even um, using a platform, you know, meeting, having Zoom. I know early in the pandemic when we were all still trying to figure out mm -hmm. what was what and giving everybody their space in our own family, um, we used Zoom. And we like I took a picture. I have a picture on my phone of all of our little faces on the computer screen where we were Zooming. I think I don't know if I had just had my baby or if I was still pregnant. Mm -hmm. um, but we were, you know, connecting. Um, so even for your friends who maybe aren't ready to connect in person, you know, you can yeah. connect on Zoom for 30 right. minutes for free or another platform, Microsoft Teams or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. um, and just set up something. It could even just be, you know, let's just get together and pray together at 7 a.m. in the morning mm -hmm. or 10 o'clock at night. Let's, you know, get together and talk about what's been going on with us and let's spend 15 minutes praying, something like that. Um, look, you know, just, Right now, there are people that are thriving in the pandemic. There are businesses that are thriving. And the key for a lot of people is just thinking outside of the box. Yeah. What can I do outside of the box? Maybe you're not comfortable going to somebody else's house or they're not comfortable coming to your house. Or maybe you're comfortable riding bikes before the snow comes. You guys can meet up uh, or walking together at the park outdoors. Um, you just have to think outside the box. And I'm sure you can find one person that um, will be on the same wavelength as you. And also if you're comfortable coming into your church, serving in your church is always a good way to connect with other people who are, you know, obviously another person that's serving in the church. Mm -hmm. 
and especially you're serving in the same group, you're more likely to be comfortable spending time with them outside of here because you're serving with them anyway. Um, is just another idea um, as well. Amen. So we'll uh, go on to the next question. I am a single mom of two boys and a girl. Their father walked away and does not want to be in their lives. I am now saved and choosing to raise them according to the word of God. What advice can you give to a single mothers who desire to create balance in our children's lives without having a godly man around? Mm -hmm. This is especially important for my boys who don't have a godly male example. So their godly male example is God. You have to teach them about God. You have to teach them to how to, uh, what the word says about what they need to do for them, uh, how they're supposed to act. And you have to teach him how to talk to God. You know, when, when the Bible tells us, talks about uh, us praying, prayer is just communication. We're just, it's the communication that we have, because communication is a two-way street. So it's the communication between us and God. So if your children, their communication with their godly example is God. Now, I don't know, I, I don't know a more, more perfect godly example than God. So, and what happens so many times is that women feel like my child is missing something because his dad's not around. The children don't feel like they're missing anything. But we make them feel like it because we think they are. So you, you, you have to look at the fact that your children, don't, make, don't let them think that they're missing out on anything. They're not. They have more of an advantage because they can get their, their information straight from God. God will talk to them to them just like he would talk to you. He talks to, and actually, you know, the relationship, I think, the, well, no, the relationship that God has with children is, I think, is, it's just really precious. Because I can't remember him ever saying anything in the Bible about anybody else. And he says, you mess with one of these little ones, it will be better that a millstone was, uh, st uh, was hung around, around your neck and you drowned in the sea. Yeah. In other words, he t what that, to me, through meditation and what I said, if you mess with one of my children, you're gonna wish somebody put something around your neck mm -hmm. and drown, well, you're gonna wish that you had a quick death instead of you being thrown into the sea to drown uh, with a millstone. You're gonna wish for something real faster that we're quicker than that. So that's what it says to me, is that uh, it's real precious precious to him. I don't see in the scripture, and maybe there is something in the scripture, but that one just stood out to mm -hmm. me that he says that, 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 uh, that that's a special relationship that he sees, that he has, mm -hmm. and um, that it, the way he holds those kids. That also falls in line for any of you who are thinking about having abortions. You need to think about that. Because how God thinks about that, um, that child, that baby, is totally different from what the world is telling you today. And uh, you need to realize that. Um, so, but he will forgive you if you've already had an abortion. Mm -hmm. So you need to get that right with him. Um, but you just need to... I know, you just need to know to teach those kids that God is their father. He, because he is your father. Yeah. And 
the only thing that a, a biological father would have been was um, the man that God wanted to be the father. But if he walked away from it, then God ain't gonna, God will pull, pick up the slack yeah. and be the father that those kids need to be. And you won't have to be feeling like that you have to be mama and daddy. You don't have to be mama and daddy. Just be mama mm -hmm. and let God be daddy. Yeah, and I would encourage you that um, Holy Spirit is your best friend in prayer. Mm -hmm. um, and just being able to, you know, I love that the Bible tells us, number one, that Jesus said it's better that I leave you. It's better that I go away and I go to heaven because the comforter will come unto you. Um, that says something to me about the, the value of the Holy Spirit that Jesus said, it's better for me to leave the earth mm -hmm. so that the comforter can, can be here with you. But the Bible says that even when we don't know how to pray or what words we should use when we pray, he will give us the words to pray. And just mm -hmm. continue to pray because I believe you are. Continue to pray over your kids every day and pray in the Holy Spirit and um, and teaching them, as Pastor Deborah said, that God is their father. But God also will send them at different times throughout their life. I strongly believe yes. different examples of men, um, you know, whether it's the same man, maybe where, whether it's a, an uncle or a godfather or somebody at church that they look up to, you know, who might pick up the mantle and help somewhat. Um, or whether it's somebody they go to their, you know, they go to their first job and there's mm -hmm. someone there who really looks out for them and tells them what to do um, with their money and, you know, and adds some impact there. Um, I shared this before on a previous episode, but, you know, I saw this with, um, in hindsight, really, with my, my own husband and walking through the journey of what his life has been like because his mother passed away from uh, leukemia when he was 17 years old. And so for, he was the oldest of, of he is the oldest of four children. And so, um, you know, as we got ready to invite people to our wedding and really as he introduced me to people when we were dating, there were, you know, some mothers at the church that had taken him and they would cook meals for them sometimes and do different things. And there was a lady who he worked, you know, who he met randomly on one job that ended up, he ended up teaching with her. And she taught him a bunch of things, you know, about how to handle his money and some things he wants to do when he first starts to um, save money and things like that. I mean, there are all of these women that God placed along his path mm -hmm. um, that added to his life in a way that a, that a mother does. And so um, I truly believe, you know, God will do that as well as you continue. And you're, you're, you're laying the, the groundwork for it as you're praying for them, that the right people will come across their path, mm -hmm. that laborers will sow into their lives, uh, your daughter and your sons, because even though you're focusing on your daughter, your sons needing that male example mm -hmm. there, sometimes for some young women, they do feel that, you know, yeah. what was wrong with me? Why did my dad leave me? And the love of God for her to understand how much God loves her and values her, despite the decision that her, her father made, he will fill that void so that she doesn't later on look to the wrong type of man to fill that void. So just continue to do what you're doing. Continue raising them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord and praying over them. And even at my asking for other people maybe sometimes to join with you and just praying for your children as well. I, I agree that God will send different people at different times that would add into and speak into your kids, your children's life. Um, and yes, for the girls, definitely there are some things that um, she will she will miss and whatever. But the, the one of the things I want to tell for any any single mother out there, you know, the one thing you want to want your child to know, 
and you want to make sure they, they know and they never have to try to figure out or whatever, but they want, they need to always hear you say what I did or what I, your father did has nothing to do with you. We love you and um, God loves you and we will always love you. Uh, especially for uh, people that have been through divorces and things that the, you know, just making sure that your kids are all right. And that's important because sometimes when, as women, when you go through, a, a woman uh, goes through a divorce, they sometimes will get centered up on themselves on what's, why, what happened or whatever. But it's the kids that we really need to pay attention to because they are, um, the devil speaks to them just like he speaks to you. And that's what we as mothers need to understand. You know, the devil is not fair. And he doesn't care who he gets to. You know, um, if you remember back when, with your Bible, if you remember back when Jesus was born, Herod killed all, all the kids under two mm -hmm. to get to one. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, you have to realize the devil will, will, will cheat. And you don't want him to steal your child from you by lying to your child constantly and what whatever, and telling them the untruth from whatever. So you have to let God be that, be the father. The father God will be daddy. He knows how to be daddy. He doesn't just, he's just not your heavenly father. He's your daddy. Yeah. So you teach the kids that, and especially your girl, that you could do the same because we're, we're answering the question about your boys, but especially all, all of your kids need to be taught that and taught this so that even your boys will get up and be examples mm -hmm. to, to their sister. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we just have to, we have to realize what we have in our relationship with God. Mm -hmm. You know, he covers every area of our lives. And a lot of people think it's just spiritual, spiritual. It's not just spiritual. It's everything we need. God has provided it for us. And we need to take advantage of it. You know, these were, we appreciate your questions. They were excellent questions. Yeah, and, uh, you know, every single one of them need to, needed to be addressed. And we appreciate you sending them in. And we just, we just enjoyed spending that time, the time with you today and just letting you know how special you are. And, you know, it's just, God is good. He is so good. Yes, he is. And you need to be excited about him. And, and the more excited about him, the more praise you offer him, the more praise you offer him, the more he'll pour things into your life because your heart will be in the attitude to receive it, what God has offered you. That comes along with, with your praise. Mm -hmm. Your praise will get your heart in place it needs to be so that you can receive the things that God has already yeah. supplied for us. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that he's going to supply. He's already done it. He's already done everything that needs to be done. So we now it's our responsibility to take advantage of everything that he's provided for yeah. us so we can live the life that he wants us to live. So well, thank you for allowing us to, to minister to you today. And uh, thanks for joining us for uh, today's episode of Woman to Woman. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for having me. And... Uh, so we will see you all next week. Remember that God loves you. We love you too.
If questions you've had about dating, marriage, and friendships have gone unanswered, this book will put these questions to rest and put you on solid ground in your interpersonal relationships. Do you want to learn how to navigate successfully through life's changing seasons with its crossroads and uncharted waters? Find the information you need for a happy journey in establishing godly relationships through marriage and family. Order your copy today 